What is good, everybody? Welcome to the SB Nation NFL Daily Kickoff brought to you by DraftKings. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. It is Monday, April 4th, 2022. We're going to kick off your day with the biggest stories in the NFL. But before we do, we remind you that DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNNFL only at DraftKings. The Patriots and the Dolphins made waves over the weekend with a rare intra-division trade. And yes, it is intra. Look it up. New England will get wide receiver Devontae Parker and a fifth-round pick in this month's draft in exchange for a third-round pick next year. Parker joins a Patriots receiving core that includes Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, and Kendrick Bourne. Quarterback Mac Jones liked the deal, writing, Let's go! on Twitter, to which Parker replied, quote, Let's get it, big dog. Now, the Dolphins and the Patriots have not made a ton of trades since Bill Belichick became the head coach in New England in 2000. This is just the fifth trade between those two teams. The most notable came in 2007 when the Patriots gave up a second and a seventh round pick for wide receiver Wes Welker. All he did was go on to set the franchise record for receptions in New England. Miami, meanwhile, will now have two first round picks, a second rounder and two third rounders in next year's draft. Plus, they really didn't need Parker after trading for Tyreek Hill and signing Cedric Wilson Jr. as a free agent. More Dolphins news now. They reworked the contract of defensive back Xavier Howard, despite having three years left on his old deal. He is now the proud owner of a five-year, $90 million contract. The other big story is what's happening with Daniel Snyder's Washington Commanders. You know, just when you think that guy can't do any more stupid things, he goes and does another stupid thing. Allegedly, A.J. Perez of FrontOfficeSports.com reports that the House Committee on Oversight and Reform has received information alleging that the commanders kept ticket revenue that should have been shared with other teams. By rule, 40% of all ticket income goes into a league-wide visiting team fund. That money then gets divided among all the teams. But according to Perez, at least one person has told congressional investigators that the commanders didn't pass along the full 40% share as required by the NFL. The league declined to comment to Perez. The team did not immediately respond to a request for comment as well. And as a league source with knowledge of the dynamics among owners told ProFootballTalk.com, This would become Snyder's, quote, death knell as an owner if it's proven to be true. This just in. Owners don't like when other owners try to stiff them out of money. There would apparently, again, according to PFT, also be an effort to force Snyder to make his payments, whether through the court system or an internal arbitration. There is a lot that the owners are willing to excuse, but when you don't pay the money that you are supposed to pay, that's where they draw the line. Some quick hitters now. Frank Gore told the SF Niners podcast that he is going to sign a one-day deal with the team in the next couple of months so that he can retire as a 49er. Gore was the sixth running back taken in the 2005 NFL draft, and he is third all-time with exactly 16,000 rushing yards. In case you're wondering, the five running backs taken before him, 
combined to rush for just 123 yards more than Gore. He also said he'd like to work on the front office scouting talent for the 49ers because, according to him, he knows what makes a good football player. Speaking of Gore and the 49ers, his former quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, threw to undrafted wide receivers at halftime of Michigan's spring game on Saturday. Kaepernick was invited to Michigan by his old coach, Jim Harbaugh, and was an honorary captain for the game. After this session, Kaepernick spoke to Jenna Trotman of WXYZ and said, quote, Really? Getting out here for the exhibition was just to show that I can still do it. It's one of the questions my agent keeps getting, so we want to make sure we can come out, show everyone I can still play, still throw it. Kaepernick also told Trotman that he would be willing to do a sit-down interview with the team and a workout if they'll have him. NFL reporter Josina Anderson said Friday that Kaepernick is open to accepting a backup role if that's what it takes to return to the NFL. Amazing that we needed all these reporters for that. I'm pretty sure these teams could just call Kaepernick's agent directly and get those answers, but whatever. The Atlanta Falcons are now trying to say they weren't really that interested in Deshaun Watson before he was traded to the Browns. Owner Arthur Blank said Friday at the league meetings that things were just, quote, exploratory with Watson after an interview that lasted a little over an hour, which is, of course, bullshit. Teams could not have spoken with Deshaun Watson unless the Texans approved their trade offer for him. So, since the Falcons had an interview, that means they already had proposed a deal that Houston found acceptable. I don't know about you, I'd say that's a little more than exploratory, wouldn't you? That is the latest news in the world of the NFL on Monday, April 4th, 2022. Follow the SB Nation NFL show so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star rating and a review as well. If you take the time to leave a review, I promise you we will take the time to read it on the air. Enjoy your Monday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.